I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And this is the Star Companion, where we, uh, you know, we're the uh, internet's premier Star Trek fan podcast. He's David. As they say. Um, And uh, we're coming to you live from parts unknown, as David here says from time to time. (laughs) Um, You can catch us on all major podcasting platforms, including Spotify. Yes, sir. Um, If you like and subscribe, you can get this super sick Sticker. Send a photo of it. That's what it looks like. Upside that's what, down. Yep. No. That's, what, that's. I don't know the angle. There it is. Yeah, that's what it looks like. Uh-huh. Upside. No. And. Uh, you ever try to cut your hair with a mirror? It's and so you, hard. And you forget. I did. I, I did cut my hair with a mirror. What? Yeah. Why did I bring that up? I think I did a pretty good job. Yeah. Why did I bring that up? And then I used the anti-flake uh, stuff. And yet, here I am with fucking flakes in my hair. It's fucking... You know how I hide that, Zach? A beanie. A beanie? That's why I was wearing a beanie all day. That's this weird. one that I just took off. For those of you that are listening and not watching, um, so <laughs> if you uh, send us an email saying uh, something that you enjoy about this podcast or don't enjoy, yeah. we'll send you one of those sweet, sweet stickers. Um, so uh, what do we do here, David? And what episode are we on? We do a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Oh. But mostly what we do... Ain't none of your business! <laughs> none of your business! <laughs> we, uh, we review Star Trek, uh, Stardate by Stardate, episode by episode. Taking a little bit of a detour here, though, to uh, catch up er, with this... Er, skirt! With the Zeitgeist, we're, we're catching up on Star Trek Picard. We're Zeitgeistmen now. Yes, sir. That's right. Season 1, Episode 5 of Picard. The name of this episode is Stardust, Stardust City Rag. We They wear silly costumes in this one. And I thought I really had high hopes for this uh, episode, and it kind of just went in the turlet. Uh, you know what, man? I don't hate it. No, it's not horrible. I don't hate this. 
<laughs> and that's been the Star Companion. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Picard, I don't hate this. <laughs> um, the episode starts with uh, with a ex-Borg member, I guess, getting operated on. Yeah. Very gruesome. Very it was gruesome very scene. gruesome. And we find out that it is none other than... Fucking Echeb. From? Voyager. What does he do? What's his story? He was a liberated Borg. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget where they found him, but... He really connected with Seven of Nine after being a little bit of a problem teenager. <laughs> um, yeah, when Seven of Nine showed up and was like, Echeb, I literally exclaimed, oh my god, it's Echeb. He did. I can confirm. Yeah. And the person that is operating on him operates on him with a space drill. No. And, and you know it that it's a space drill because it lights up. You know, the thing I enjoyed about that Dremel... Space drill. Space Dremel. Space Dremel. <laughs> you know, my grandma got a Dremel when they were new. Really? Yeah. How old is she? <laughs> She's 80. Okay. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. She grabbed one and was like, we got to get this. A Dremel? Yeah. For what? I, don't, I, you know, I, I cannot tell you what she even used it for. She's a gadget woman. She is. You cannot tell me because of a pending court case? <laughs> or you just can't tell me because you don't know? Uh, you know, I'll call her right now. She's probably asleep. She's probably well into her sleep. They uh, <laughs> they cut out Echeb's eye. They rip it out. Yeah, they rip it out. It's very gruesome. They be operating on them Borg's child. And uh, at this point, Seven and Nine shows up. Right, and she says, "Oh my God, Ichab, what's going on?" He said, "I just got my fucking eye ripped out of my socket. What does it look like?" <laughs> and uh, she says, "I'm so sorry," and she lays down on him and kills him. Yeah, this was like 14 years prior, or some yeah. shit like that. Yeah. So I guess this, this whole... was like right around when Mars was getting Mars. Mars was getting lit lit on Mars, fire. Hey, no parking on Mars. No parking on Mars. Mars lit on uh, fire. You want to talk about Marx? Went heavy into reading about socialism. <laughs> <laughs> That's another podcast. <laughs> um, and yeah, she mercy kills him at his request. Roll credits. After the credits, we get introduced to a small person piano player. And God, the universe is just so diverse and beautiful. <laughs> at this point, the small person piano player is in a bar. And in this bar also is the sought at, much sought after Bruce Maddox, the legendary yeah. android with, guy. With the Troy lookalike. With the Troy lookalike. And uh, interesting fact, Jordan Peterson actually is playing <laughs> Bruce Maddox. Oh, Jesus. The Borg is so bloody complicated. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Jesus, Jesus Joel. Jesus, Picard. Um, he gets beat up by this uh, Deanna Troy lookalike who we don't know the name of at this point. Meanwhile, meanwhile, back on board the La Serena, I think is what we find out. La Serena, La Serena which is, uh, I think it means the siren. Okay. And uh, in case anybody doesn't know what a siren is, is uh, their mythological fi- uh, figure from <laughs> their mythological figure from Greek, uh, well, mythology. And uh, <laughs> the mythological creature from <laughs> mythology, nine, 99.9 repeating, of course. Oh my god, they uh, they sing uh, sailors into the island, uh, a Greek space island, space sailors, space sailors. Um, 
seven and nine barges into Picard's uh, quarters at this point and demands that she 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 wants a bourbon because it's she's a female Straight up. and she's badass and she's shattering gender stereotypes. I'm drinking bourbon right now. And I'm a female shattering gender stereotypes. <laughs> um, Picard kind of interrogates her. He's like, what are you doing out here? And she says, I'm a rain. I'm a Fenris ranger. Ranging is my job. And I didn't know. I ra- range. I range. <laughs> I range here or there. I do. I go. I didn't know ranging was a verb. And I still don't believe it is a verb. Some Continue. Anyways, uh, <laughs> meanwhile, meanwhile, we get a flashback to Dr. Gerardi. She has a flashback uh, to, well, no, she's watching an old video of her and Bruce She's Maddox, watching old, yeah. And they're making cookies. And uh, he, and, and, go ahead. He apparently replicated flour. The ingredients. Yeah. And then she asks him, why don't you just replicate the cookies? And he says, because I like making them from scratch. From the replicator. Yeah. Okay. I'm glad you brought <laughs> yeah. that up. I was like, it should taste the same if the ingredients yeah, are the same. It should. And then he did the uh, the classic cooking show trick of showing her all the ingredients and then having a tray of already baked cookies. <laughs> so she can taste funny. it. <laughs> what? What? <laughs> I have all the ingredients. Oh, cookies right here. <laughs> Put that in the oven and let it bake. And then for thirty minutes 20, later, yeah. this is what it looks like. Exactly. <laughs> he starts squeezing E V O O onto his cookies. I hate her. Bruce Rachel Ray Maddox. She's the worst. She really was the worst. She was the downfall of the Food Network. I firmly believe that. Because after that, yeah, it's I... been all competition shows. Yeah, actually, mm-hmm. that's that's a pretty good take, dude. This has been the start. Uh, uh, meanwhile, back on board, back on this planet of Free Cloud. Free Cloud. We find out the the antagonist's name is Bejazel. Bejesus. <laughs> it's Bejazel. <laughs> it's Bejazel, sometimes known as BJ or J. Oh, BJ. Bejazel. I'd like to Bejazel her. Does that work? Did that work? Uh, seven and nine confirms that Voxala. <laughs> Go back to that episode if you're into that kind of stuff. Uh, seven... This is why we're a part of the Zeitgeist, so we can really bring you the Picard takes and reference old Enterprise episodes. <laughs> uh, seven and nine confirms that Bejazel is indeed a criminal. It's a stupid name. And uh, she says, "Well, you actually... ever call some of a JJ?" I have, yeah. Bejazel? Bejazel. We're, we're one syllable away. I'm sorry, I'll let you finish. I don't mind I don't mind the person who come up came up with Bejazel as much as I mind the person who said, Yeah, sure, that works. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, go with it. <laughs> um Rafi confirms that Bejazel is a criminal. She looks up in her database because she's a hacker of some sort. Yeah. And uh, she says Bejazel may be a criminal, but she does pay her payroll taxes. And according to the uh, intra-galactic database, uh, she actually has hired some sort of uh, rock-looking reptile, reptile guy. Reptoids. And it's weird because... He smells stuff. He smells stuff. And it's weird because I don't see any sun on that planet. You would think a cold-blooded reptilioid would uh, need to warm his blood in the sun. Well, that begs the question. Do the Gorn need sun? 
That does beg the question. Do they sleep in, like, tanning beds? I can't wait till we get to that Gorn episode of the original series. Me too. Vamp, vamp. He's, he's drinking. Um, so they devise this cunning plan to go confront Bejazel. To dress up like pimps. Yes. We need, uh, Rafi says basically, Rios, we need you to blend in. So we'll dress you up in a non-stereotypical zoot suit disguise. Uh, Picard, you will, uh, you will uh, dress up as a Frenchman with a eye patch because you're, eye patch. you're a sinister criminal. You need to cover up one eye. <laughs> Alan Rickman in uh, Die Hard looked mm-hmm. like a regular-ass guy. Yeah. And that was a sinister criminal. Hans Gruber, yeah. Take that for data. Um, Rios transports down on the onto the planet, and uh, the reptilioid guy says, what, "What are you doing here?" And he says, "I'm trying to arrange a meeting between me and my my friend." He says, "I can smell a lie." Are you gay, Mister Rios? <laughs> <laughs> Not that there's anything wrong with it. No, no. But we're all about jokes on the Star Companion. That's everybody, why you come here. Everybody can take a light ribbing for the jokes. For example, you'll notice on David's shoulder right here, mm-hmm. he bought a cheap jersey that's peeling apart. It did, yeah. It's not really a joke, but just for everyone to know. I guess I'm the real joke. I didn't want to say it out loud. <laughs> the reptilioid also says that uh, that Mr. Rios either he either smells like smoked meat. Or he either had sex with a charred body. You can't. You can't t- quite tell. <laughs> this is good commentary yeah. from you. I wrote down a lot of notes for this one, and uh, I was ready to just roughshod through this, but I, I really enjoy your notes. <laughs> okay, good. No, I, I totally do. I think that's you know half the funny. I, I have such a hard time taking notes on this thing. The joke. The joke is, is that the reptilioids can smell what they last ate and what they last had. S- sex with so the joke is is that he can't differentiate between smoked meat or charred body mm-hmm. meanwhile <laughs> that was a good one picard <laughs> beams down and was that uh, when you were smiling <laughs> on your phone <laughs> when taking your notes i think i'm the funniest guy ever that's why i think you're the funniest guy ever rios thanks man yeah no i do yeah rio uh picard uh Beams down, and Rio says, this is my associate, uh, Mr. Dixon Hill. Excuse me, uh, Dixon Pierre Hill, that is. Yeah. And he says, oh, I am here to trade off the... I trade you the boy. This is seven of nine. Um, I wish he'd gone with Dixon Hill. I thought that would have been a great homage. Where's Dixon? I Dix? think they should have brought that back. Where's Dix, man? Where's D.H.? Sorry, spit all over yeah. you. Um... <laughs> <laughs> There's a subplot that goes on. Rafi also arrives on this planet. Oh, the beep. Oh, you peel it yourself. Yeah, I do. Wow. <laughs> yeah. That's what that is. <laughs> you thought it was a cheap jersey. It's me. Yeah. I'm uh, nervous. All right. Well, yeah, the B plot's stupid. It lasts all of three minutes. Yeah, Rafi uh, transports down on the planet, and it becomes apparent that she's looking for her son. Mm-hmm. And she meets her son outside of the baby clinic. Which is appropriately colored pink and blue. You get it. Which, you know, that, that 
I like I like that uh, the inter intergalactic colors for b baby boys and, b and baby girls are ba are uh, pink and blue. Um, she meets her son. She says, "Son, I'm here to reconcile with you." And he says, "Mom, I'm not ready. Except, <laughs> excuse me, mom, I'm not ready to accept you yet because modern television is about contrived drama." Oh my god! Right? She apparently was an addict, which explains away her trailer. <laughs> By the way, she lives in some trailer out in the desert. That's a good point. Yeah, well, no, because she says, I'm clean now, Gabriel. I'm clean. I live in a trailer. I have my own house, even though they're all free in this post scarcity society. <laughs> and I chose a shitty one. I chose to live out here next to this, like, hill. This uh, rocky outcropping. This is Dixon me, Hill. Me, meanwhile. Meanwhile. It doesn't go well, and he meets a filthy Romulan. Yeah, he says, uh, "This is my stepdaughter." Yeah, and he says, "Oh, so, hi, honey. Sorry, this is my mother, Raphaela." I think her name is Pell. He says, "Yeah." He says, Oton. mom, this is my this is my wife, uh, Paul McCartney." Pell from, from the cover Oton. of Beatles for Sale. Get it? Because she's got the old Beatles haircut. I get it now. Yeah, um, and that doesn't <laughs> go too well. So that ends. Yeah, neither did this show. <laughs> Meanwhile, <laughs> back at the bar, uh, someone asks Maddox, how are you doing? He says, oh, Jesus, John Luke. Oh my God. The bloody neo-Marxist postmodernists have poisoned me. Wow. And they have. He's laying on yeah, the couch. No, they certainly have. And uh, Seven and Nine breaks out of her cuffs and starts choking this person, mm -hmm. uh, Bejazel. Bejazel. She chokes the bejesus out of Bejazel. <laughs> Everybody puts down their guns, a little bit of back and forth, then they transport everybody back on board the ship. And uh, Seven and Nine says, all right, my work's done here. Have my space business card. Well, yeah, it's a SIM card. It's a SIM that card. That you're sure to lose. Yeah. Um, and uh, let's see what else. About it. Yeah. Well. Anyway, they all go back up. She comes down and kills that bitch. Anyway. Yep. She uh, she shot the bejesus out of bejazel. <laughs> and that's uh, that's pretty much it. We didn't get that other dodge in this episode. It was all the one story. Yeah. And there's a little interview with Bruce Maddox at the end. He's on the on the table. And uh, oh yeah. And then he says, "Is Dodge dead?" I guess Bruce Maddox. He he created Dodge and Soji. Is that the is that the subplot? Their both last name is Dodge. One of them's name is Soji, and one of them's name is, like, Asha or something. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Dodge is the last name. Mm. Um, which backwards is Jod. And as you know, anyone named Jod is sure to be a... Uh... Darmok Angel Jod. Yeah. There's a moment of that, I think, in Enterprise. Anyway. Uh, um, I mean, yeah. So, I, I'd give it a... Not mad. No. You know what it is? Is there's just the thing that I I don't like is that it's there's a there's a certain what's the word there's a certain uh, soap opera feel to the drama. You know what I mean? Sure. Yeah. Yeah, that's kind of what I don't like. You know, it's like, oh my god, I'm not ready to accept you, mom. Get yeah. out of here. I will say we at least get to see, like, the crew working together. Yeah, yeah, I like that. And doing things, which is kind of nice. I like that, yeah. Um, 
No, yeah, I, I, I feel you do. This still CBS is the old people's channel. Is it really? Oh yeah. What else is on CBS? Old people shows like CSI and CIS. Okay, okay. Um, I heard the show Evil's pretty good. I haven't watched it, but Brittany's Evil. mom watched it. And what about Sherlock? Is she's that... on her way to seventy? <laughs> is that show on CBS Sherlock? Unclear. I used to watch. Oh no, Elementary. That sounds right. Yeah. That was a good show for what it was worth. You like that show? Yeah, it had Lucy Liu. It's pretty good. That's why you like the show. Not only. That's I mean, the only reason why. I mean, there's something for everybody. Hoshi had a boob job, and that's okay. Did she really? You saw that one video when she accepted that award? And then, haven't you been watching her in Enterprise? And her, her, her boobies are not the same. Yeah. And it's fine. I think they did a great job. I do. I mean, I've seen some awful boob jobs, and that one is okay. Yeah. Well, what about T'Pol? Those are real. T'Pol's are real. T'Pol is a... Buxom lass. That's a... Let's end this before it gets too misogynistic. Yeah, it's a good idea. This has been the Star Companion. Picard is not as bad as Discovery. Yeah, actually... um... I like it. Yeah. It's not, I mean, I would rank it probably last in all of my, yeah, you know, Star Trek rankings, but... I wish... You know what's first? Me? Deep Space Nine. Okay. You two. Yeah, DS9, yeah. No, no, you two, and then you. Oh. Yeah. You two, the band? Yeah. And then me. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, definitely this is a lot better than Discovery. They seem to have learned from some of their mistakes, I'd say. Um, mm-hmm. but not all their mistakes. I feel like, uh, I feel like everything's rushed a little bit. Like, I, I feel like, uh, tension and... I wasn't co- expecting to be in free cloud already. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're, we're only what? We're only five, five episodes in. A lot has happened this season. I feel like a, a good pacing to a show should, should take multiple episodes to space out conflict. Um... Then again, I guess the overarching conflict is Picard trying to get to Soji and trying to solve this whole Mars yeah, thing. Yeah, that's taking a long way. So, it is taking a long way. Well, uh, we hope you've enjoyed this yeah. episode. If you have, uh, leave a like and a, a comment. Um, and send us an email with your address and we'll send you stickers. We have about 250 of them left at this time. We'd love to give them out. Um. You can email us at thestarcompanion at gmail.com. You can follow us on every major podcasting platform. You're nailing it, dude. And um, the last thing you can do is you can take care of yourself. Take care Actually, of yourself. there's two things you can Uh-oh. you can do. The first thing is you can go back and check our catalog. Yeah, check out Enterprise. Yeah. If you like if you like this iteration of Star Trek, it's, you're, you're going to love the old iterations of just You're going to love Trek. them even more and if you like David recounting the whole episode while I was this hype man for 20 minutes, <laughs> you're going to love Enterprise where <laughs> I get involved as well. <laughs> the Star Companion at gmail.com, you can send us a buck at patreon.com/thestarcompanion. Thanks for listening. Yes sir. Good job.
Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.